Hello and welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is Zach, your resident Dungeon Master, and we are excited to bring you today's episode, episode 67 A Craig in Distress. Before we can get into today's excellent episode, I need to recap last week's episode, episode 66, Elevated Perspective. The fungi's continued their respite from their journey to Shkonokov in the wonderful underground lair of the renowned bard and secretly ancient copper dragon, Vilek the Amazing. The figure of legend regaled the party with an unmatched performance of illusory magics, picturing the very demise of his own party long ago. Greta was deeply touched by the imagery of loss, and she shared a moment of cathartic communication with Vilek, even learning from his own grieving process as she struggles to understand her own. Pleased to share his stories and his home once again, Vilek offered to both retrieve Tello's father from Lady Andra, as well as to ferry the fungi from Shkonokov in return for a promise to eventually visit him again. The adventurers agreed gladly and were left to their own devices by legendary bard, who roamed his lair with joy. Rose shared an important conversation with him regarding the Lich Queen, Shista, the new foe of the fungi who was revealed to have been Vilek's great nemesis centuries ago. Meanwhile, Greta spent her time instead in inward investigation of the heart, and Craig talked with Anatalia, Vilek's tiefling companion, thanking the pair for their hospitality and kindness. Morning met the fungi with the incredible experience of flying upon an ancient dragon, witnessing untold glories, and even having some strange and pleasant conversations with old along the course. The group arrived at the outskirts of the region of Shkonokov, and their new friend bid them adieu before leaving them to try and deliver Craig's wife and son from the possible clutches of the Empire. Without further ado, let's hop into a great episode. Hey there, fam. It's your local D&D podcast, Barely D&D. It's sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast up in here from the great state of Texas. Uh, this week we are rejoined. <laughs> I am back and they thought the order would return. But listen, chaos reigns here. Oh, no, no. this is so bad. Um, <laughs> Landon, I'm I, a little dis- I didn't know what your Texan um, accent sounded like, but I'm a little disappointed. Oh, we can get even more. Oh, I can go crazy. Uh, please don't. Oh, oh, here. How y'all doing out here in the great okay. state of Texas? Oh, you dog, let's go on a little ranch and go catch us some, uh, you know, on the local cattle. And the, the ranch water is actually just alcoholic seltzer. It's actually quite a lie. I was disappointed when I cracked one open and out the local Walmart behind the counter, but they can't see you, so you don't have to pay for it anymore. You <laughs> said um, that's not water from a ranch. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a rainwater, you know, collecting the basin after it goes to the store drains but no you know Bloodlight's gotta that? get fancy how they 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 wow. take okay, they, they take um ranch dressing it, oh they, my gosh no. i love this timeline no 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 they they that's worse than fish soda no it gets it gets fish water no guys that's the next thing that's the next oh, thing gross Ranch water is ranch water. <laughs> no, they, they just before they dressinify it, they take it. It's like it's like how they make butter. I totally thought we were Gosh. talking about like ranch took a farm. <laughs> I no, that's so where it started. Confused. That's where it started. Yeah, ranch water. Uh, you get it from the, and then you take you undressify it. You did miss it. a noun. <laughs> My you get it from these the... people don't like agriculture. Welcome okay. back to Bailey and This is sort of Dungeons <laughs> podcast. We are excited to bring you yet another no, episode of the thing that we do, and dude, dragons. We have a uh, uh, editor, letter. What do we even call it? Editor, letter from, from the, the editor. Letter, letter from the editor. Um, I said the wrong one. If you want to ask it, Milani. <laughs> okay, question for this week. Thank you, Jackie. I imagine your character arrives at the local county fair. I want to know what their first book in it towards. Like, are they in funnel cake? Are it. they going to like got it? Got it. The yes. cows? Are they going on a got ride? It. And are we talking like Texas State Fair or County Fair? 
We can go Texas State Fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, Texas State Fair goes okay. crazy. Got it. Okay. Well, we re- this really is a Texan session. Wow. There you Howdy, go. folks. I'll it's grab the ranch water. I'll have no cattle. Nobody? Okay. Um, who's, uh, who's the DM NPC? Is that why you were raising your hand? No. Okay. The DM NPC? I, I know we... I kind of want to do Tello. Yeah, I kind of do, too. <laughs> we're okay. only going to choose Tello Yay. from now on. I, I'm getting that feeling. Uh, Craig, we you sounded like you had a thing. Do it. Be excited. He's the. This is the only time he ever plans for things. Like he he gets a map early on and he like makes his mark and like a routine and he like hits everything. Yeah. But what he was most excited about is um like I don't know if they have this at the Texas State Fair because I don't really go off like go. So so sorry. They have um, a lot of things. But the thing where like you have the hammer and you have to hit the thing and see how high it goes. Yeah. Carnival game. Yeah. So he would do that thing and then he would get some fried food. And then when he goes on a roller coaster, he throws up and it's a tradition. <laughs> Is there anything he and Aaron would do like when he, Aaron was a kid? Oh, like Aaron God. So, you know, the games where they have like the water guns and they're trying yeah. to like, or like, you know, trying to shoot something down with like a little water gun. Water so coasters? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said, but yeah. It's just an earth elemental squeeze into a bottle. <laughs> but, um, water elemental. Anyway, I just keep going. I'm my own joke. You got it. <laughs> but he would play that, and then Aaron would like really be good at it. So like Craig would win, like win the biggest stuffed animal for him. Aaron Aww. takes three points of fire damage. For I like how you guys all looked at me like Zach is that accurate? And I'm like, no, we don't have. No, I was just looking at you because I was like, okay, where do we go next, great uh, leader? Oh, I know. Um, I don't like that <laughs> okay, get him, Ro. Um. So Ro, she would go. <laughs> <laughs> The ice falling sound is very muffled, and I just thought it was a very muffled fart. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dang, get him, Melanie. But then I realized it's the fridge. Fun fact Melanie's the fartiest one in this marriage because it's impossible for me to. So, technically, by default, (laughs) she is the fartiest. I like how we had you with us for once, and now we're just blasting you. Like, that's wow. (laughs) You're like, I'm going back to my room. All right, Jackie, I'm sorry we all No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Ro would go and um, get a bunch of desserts, like mm-hmm. fried uh, cookie dough, fried Oreos, oh, all of that man, stuff. That she would so grab good. it and then make a beeline for, if we're doing Texas State Fair, the Chevy Main Stage, but if we're doing a Sydney County Fair, mm. the... the oh, yeah. um, the The stage to watch all the bands play all day. Um, I think that would be her thing. She would just sit there with all of her sweets and just nice. watch the different artists play. Very nice. In one of the uh, Exandria Unlimited specials for Critical Role, all the party members go to a small town fair for a town, and it's all patterned after southern town fairs. Nice. And it's really funny. <laughs> and I don't know. You'd get a big kick out of it. I need to send it to you. Ooh, yes. Um, so first things first, I would like to state that Greta would be afraid of big techs. Like <laughs> petrified of him. Like she would be so like she, she wouldn't no, like if Greta was at the Texas State Fair, she like would avoid big techs like the absolute plague and like start crying if she had to walk by him. Um and I think Greta would make a beeline for the rides. Do y'all know the rides where it's like it's like a big circle thing and it just spins around and the whole attraction of the yes. ride is centrifugal force? Mm-hmm. It would just she would yes. just go on that like all day long. Cause I think that that amount of like stimulus that you get from like an exciting ride and like the pressure that's like that would like solve that would like calm her brain like that amount of of things going on would finally like 
give her mm. peace. Hundred <laughs> percent yeah. sure. Because she's Greta always like, "What's up happening?" On Craig, when they're on that ride. <laughs> no, I think I Craig think she just chill there. Uh, She'd Greta. like fall asleep, and like that's the right amount of of external stimulus for Greta to like have a f- normally functioning brain. Okay. <laughs> bad uh boz would have sensory overload he definitely wouldn't go to the fair on his own volition mm, that sounds um, right. and so what he would do is he would like say oh i gotta use the bathroom and then he would like disappear into those halls with all the cars and the air conditioning where like not nice. people go yeah. to and like i don't know like just chill in there that place is full of peace <laughs> and then 45 minutes later show back up with everybody be like i got lost i'm sorry I, <laughs> it's time to go home now oh actually i gotta go back to the bathroom again uh i'll be back and i'll be right back and so I think Tella would just ride Mighty Mouse 14 times, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's Mighty Mouse. I don't know why it's the right... Have you been to the Texas State Fair? Yeah. I'm not saying that trying to expose you. You know the little mouse roller coaster? Uh-uh. What? That's the best part, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. It spins as it yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like at the um, back of the park. For people yeah. that haven't been to the State Fair, if you've been to Disneyland, um, it's also <laughs> like Goofy's Wild Flight. It's the exact same ride. Okay, cool. Yeah, that. Um, that or he'd go on the big sky tram that goes back and forth between the park a bunch. Well, I like that what about one. the Ferris wheel? I think, you know, honestly, what we've established a, a couple times that he's afraid of heights. I think oh, the Ferris right. wheel would be a bit too much. Mm. How has like, he been flying? Uh, he was very afraid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was amazed, but he was spent the whole time uh, exercising his sphincter as he tried not to poop himself. So. I, I could have cast, like, Fiend Death on him, and he would have just been out for the whole thing. Landon, Landon you just like Fiend Death. I so deeply appreciate it. Like, I'll kill you. This is that okay? single podcast is getting more mileage out of Fiend Death than the rest of D&D history, and I appreciate that. It's such a great spell. It's an awesome it's spell. It's like, I just don't you want, you want to, to mentally exist Boom. for the next, I don't know, a four, three hours, however long it is. If there's anything we can market with this campaign, it's that we will bring you unconventional. Uh, we will bring you unconventional use of spells. That's, that's what, right. That's what we Heck can market. Heck yeah. Um, oh, first of all, we have a new patron. Um, <gasps> Ren. Ren. We do. Ren. 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 Yes. Ren. Ren. You're the DD dope. Thanks like for joining. The Ren Thanks for jumping in, Ren. The Ren Fair. That was the cutest news I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really cutest I go, <laughs> and you say, <laughs> and that was adorable. That. That was me trying to be polite and not be too loud. Well, it was an extremely polite sneeze. You know, I've just had a thought. You know how they have like don't different have power word spells? Why don't they have other feign X spells like feign sneeze? And you like fake sneeze. <laughs> For a second, really I was loud. like, wow, what a good idea. And then you're like, you know, other useful things. Also, where's power word hug? Where's power what? word love? Where's power word? Where's power? Uh, word, where's power uh, word comfort? Mm. Where's, where's power word? Live, laugh, love. Backstory tragedy. I'm so Where's confused. Power, like, Welcome to Dumb, uh, This is another episode of the Accidental Adventures, and today we are bringing you episode 67. Wow! I have waited so long to say this. Oh, no. Episode 67, a Craig in distress. <laughs> we made that joke 30 episodes ago, or 40. A Craig in distress. And I wrote distress. it down. Well, as my Craig gently weeps. <laughs> That's the next that would episode. Be, that would be a really Depending good one. how this one goes, that's the next one. But yes. Oh, uh, Craig gently weeps. Episode 67, A Craig in Distress. A Craig in Distress. Oh my gosh, is he officially a damsel in distress? That was the joke we made 40 I'm episodes ago. I'm sure you've always been. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't remember the joke, so I guess I just remade it on accident. <laughs> this, is, this is the way. Um, and the date is 3488. Police, Bubba, Bill, Kenneth, 27. <laughs> Because you all made it through the next night. We're, we're moving inside through the now, guys. What do you mean inside check? I want an inside. Is that the real date? Yes. Uh, and it is 12.48.07 p.m. 
I'll let you guys record. Are we in the sky? Are we on the ground? We're on the ground. We're on the ground. We just landed. Yeah, we just got to the place and I'm dancing. All right. Can I get a brief description of what I see? It's not that I forgot. It's, you know, just for Micah's sake, because sometimes she needs help remembering. I'm sorry. I do need help. Boz, you and the other fun guys have just ridden an ancient copper dragon here. Sick. That was crazy. Um, Shkonikov is held within a series, like it's kind of own independent mountain range at the very bottom, uh, like southeastern part of the continent. All you know is that uh, Craig hasn't been terribly specific so far, but um, it is held within a portion of the mountain range. <laughs> Landon tried to hand the map to Micah for six seconds and she was just deep and she was lost in the crocheting her. sauce. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, it's fine. She didn't need it, but it was Landon just stood there for six seconds. Like <laughs> hey, lost in the crochet. I'm sorry. Hey, um, look, I, needles were, and thread. Were, am I right? You were lost in the knit. Okay, like I crochet. You were so, you were so uh, close. So, um, it's just held within these mountains. So, if you like, has landed you kind of at the base of this mountain range. Mm. And importantly, you guys are there a day and a half early. So, yeah, we you are. Have, yeah, if you like, you rode a dragon instead of walking around the landscape. It is way faster. Hey, Vilek. Um, he, he left. left. He already left. Yeah, because he made me dance. <laughs> can we Silly. do? Can we do like a thing where like right before he leaves? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so before, uh, in, in an interstitial moment, before he flew away and made rant row uh, dance with Otto's irresistible dance. Um, what? Uh, so, um, <laughs> feel like the amazing is standing before you in his human form, which is um, a taller sort of slender, um, later middle-aged, but very silver fox, aging, gracefully man. George Clooney. Um, he has, yeah, yeah. He has Ooh. this like perfect black beard, burning green eyes, very, very dark brown, like kind of beyond caramel skin uh, into kind of like a, like a melted brown sugar tone and uh, like very dark features. Um, and he has this like curly, but long hair that like drapes down around his shoulders. And he's uh, this, uh, this day, I described his, outfit really well last time but it's basically like like very tight gray like roguish leather armor but with all of these like uh subtle like dark dark tan and green accents and this half cape he just looks dapper yes is it like a pointed angular face and chin yes yeah a little bit yeah it's very tall and handsome like a broad nose <laughs> so he is there with you all i completely forgot to introduce you to my friend and i summoned my fairy dragon Cool. Nice. Okay, so uh, Boz, so you hold out your staff and, uh, oh, unless you were going to... No, no, it. you go. Okay, you, you hold out your staff and um, uh, the crystal turns, like, kind of twists from its, its, like, green hue into kind of a yellow one and then there's, like, uh, there's, like, sort of a line and shape in it and then there's, like, the visual illusion of the side of the crystal sort of, like, shattering for a moment and the fairy dragon just snakes out of it but the, the gem is fine behind it and sort of and it's doing that undulating like with its wings as it kind of swims through the air and wraps around you with its serpentine shape and um Vilek, uh looks pleased suddenly oh well hello friend and um he gets this kind of like churlish coy smile and his eye his green eyes flare and the fairy dragon sort of twists in the air and kind of floats looking at him and then um uh, he sort of like holds out a hand and the fairy dragon uh looks kind of i don't know leery and um Vilek lets 
his, his green eyes flash for a second and his very his illusory magic for which he is very well known like suddenly just kind of like copper dragon facial features visually <laughs> appear over his for a moment sort of like and then disappear and the fairy dragon sort of like it like kind of uh it back it's back like kind of arches and it snakes up like a snake rearing to strike but it's like this excitement and it's it's like threefold wings flare and those those uh like flaps in the back of its head stand up and kind of dance and it snakes toward his arm and wraps around it and coils around it and sits up on his arm and um they proceed to have like a very brief conversation in draconic which i believe no one here speaks I and guess I'm just uh, and he just turns to you boss and he says the fun guys grow on me farther and farther and he reaches his arm back out and the creature snakes away and then wraps around your neck like a really tight choker again and <laughs> it, it, it's always uncomfortably close to you like you might be fine with it but it this thing has no boundaries it wraps around your neck very tightly and it lays itself like up sideways on your head like it's adhered to your head and the top of it is just kind of resting again with like a cat like arms crossed on the top of your head and it really gets in your hair like it, it oh, digs wow. into your hair so he kind of part of his body disappears into your quaff of curly hair and then like his head sprouts back up out of the top of it like a ferret <laughs> his tongue just flicks out a couple times, large eyes staring at Velek. And um, Velek continues and he says, uh, That is really quite something. I have never seen one of those. We just met. Well, you all seem well suited for each other. Oh. Come from similar places. Oh. Fair enough. The Fae has always been the champion. But I do not wish to keep you all any further, unless there's more roleplay you want to bit. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, that was really cool. Moment. Um, <laughs> Craig, I will leave you to your family. And uh, the offer to house them still stands if uh, you feel confident that they can keep my secret. And I will go collect your father. And he looks at Hello and Hello kind of sheepishly nods and says, uh, immediately. And uh, then, boom, big dragon, and he's gone. Oof. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, Someone's dancing. I'm pretty sure. And while all this is happening, um, like everyone's. Okay, so you all are at the base of this mountain. And this is your time to plan. And while all of it's happening, Rose just gently doing the Macarena. Uh, and yes, just she is. Definitely not surpassing his spell safety. Ro, um, I didn't know you had moves, but is this really the time to do that? <laughs> yeah, Ro, we're trying to like. This is kind of a serious moment. Craig's Could family, you, you know. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna Greta. Greta like started to join in, and then she heard like Craig and Boz scolding, and she's gonna like stop dancing and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was gently shimmying, and then yeah. Um, Ro says nothing. She just furrows her brow. She's like, and for the sake of actually doing our setting the scene, um, so you all are at the base of a large mountain range. Um, the buttes and very. Um, symmetrical uh defined geometries the dianzanek are long behind you and this is very much just a mountain range um they're shorter stubbier mountains a little rounded there's some there's some harshness to their zeniths but they sort of lay over each other and the mountain ranges they kind of like topple over each other a little bit so very few of the peaks are straight up except for one kind of in the middle and the others sort of lay over them as if the center one pushed up and emerged the others around it um or as if the others are collapsing inward on the central one um and Craig, you have returned to mm. the familiar mountains of your home. Um, in the summer, there's very little snow, just some kind of capped right up at the top of them. And um, it's this light gray stone. Um, you can see shocks of silver 
uh, Biostin Sage running up their edges, uh, as well as darker, darker denser uh, green juniper colors um, in large swaths along the side of the mountain. And um, there are streaks of light blue running off the edges at different angles where rivers are running away from the mountain. Um, and uh, there is a central path. You know, no one can see it at this time, but sort of if you guys go a quarter, a quarter mile west, um, you'll run into a path that will lead to a brief highway that will lead up the mountains and inside their like layered passes. And they will lead to um, uh, the city under the mountain into Shkonokov. And you will be able to... Uh, you know that that is the path to which you would be. Um, I wanted to say that Craig kind of separates from for like a second as Boss is telling Ro to stop dancing okay. and Greta is kind of not dancing, pretending she wasn't dancing. Yeah. And Craig goes and like kind of looks at the view and just like, I don't know, just this, his surroundings mm. takes a breath in and it's just... It's like when you have like a sense, of, like a smell that's connected to memories mm. and like, you know, the smell of your childhood home or something like mm. that. And he just takes a breath in and he's just like, for some reason, it's just this feeling of this is my place, but why do I feel so out of place? You know, it's your home is very recontextualized. It's not as it was before. And there, there are a sea of sensory things that bring you back to where you once were. Um, there's an almost like sharp, uh, almost kind of like overwhelming freshness to the air because the air in Biasta is very crisp and cool, even in the summers. And you are surrounded by sages and um, similar woody plants that are just pumping oxygen around you. Um, and as you breathe in, uh, as you sort of like pull in air through your nose, uh, bringing in remnants of your home, you smell that sharpness the of your boots through the, um, the very rocky, cragulous landscape is very um, reminiscent. And you're just, you're sort of assaulted by um, uh, sensory stimuli that you didn't know you held close until you were without them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would also like to say that with this comes flooding back like who he used to be mm. and all the memories he has attached to it. It just like almost like a guilt. Yeah. There's um, an uncomfortable presence as you remember. Um, you remember memories of time. Uh, it's It's not uncommon sometimes in the summer for uh, dwarven individuals of Shkonokov to um, travel beyond uh, the city limits and maybe do hunting in the area around mm -hmm. the valley or um, go on fishing trips in some of its larger rivers because there are fish that make migrations um, from the nearby seas or up through the rivers um, to spawn and uh, there are times that you intentionally evaded your family or um, left conflict or needs behind and spent time out here and memories that were once phrased framed positively have an uncomfortable sour in your mouth as you look at them now yeah so for the rest of the group uh craig has sort of walked off and um i don't know why but i envision him with his hands on his hips uh but he's just yeah staring that's at the what i was thinking up the mountain. so his back's to you all um you all can <laughs> see that craig is still bald um and craig you can feel there's a stimulus you've never felt, which is the Biaston wind on your head. Um, and uh, all jokes aside, it whatever discomforting feelings you're feeling, that is amplifying it slightly because mm -hmm. you know how very much that is not how you are supposed to feel in this landscape. Um, and uh, you, uh, what you all can see and what Craig can feel is a little bit of peach fuzz is starting to return to your head um, to uh, your sideburns, down your face, 
except this burn patch on this left side of your face coming up the side of your eye up the side of your head there isn't there's still no hair there and and the burn marks have been pretty strongly relieved by the powerful healing magics of Afmoon Kai so it's not quite like Suko level you know how there's kind of like an umbra <laughs> fade to Suko's scar how yeah. like the center of it's really dark but there's like a pink lighter level all of this is that pink level mm. um so there there's definitely scar tissue but it's not um it's not a really intense dis disfiguration mm. but yeah and okay. uh that left eye is still not opening totally. quite right uh, yeah it's it's like it feels kind of halfway open but you're still having trouble seeing out like when you have your bifocal vision with both eyes it looks pretty good but if you ever like close just the right one the left one's just a little hazy gosh i say he's he's gonna finish up his um feeling and he's just gonna be like i don't really want to feel this anymore go back to the group um i'm going to dm do you remember if we if i gave tello back his sending stone uh no his his given away items are still unreturned, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from the party super quick and okay. um call Bellandra. Oh, okay. So um Craig returns, and as Craig returns, Greta turns away and uh, much lighter footfalls to the rocks. And you pull out the smooth round stone with its many grooves, and you squeeze it a little bit, and these little faint blue lines sort of like around it, and you feel a connection in your head. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it's Lady Andra, correct? Yes. Hello, Lady Andra. This is Greta from the Fungi's. Hello, Chris. Hey, um, do you, do you have um, Mister Indara, correct? He is downstairs, enjoying a quality sandwich. Perfect, perfect. I'm sure that's that's lovely for him. I just wanted to let you know, um, one of our one of Tello's good friends, um, and one of our good friends and, and acquaintances is, um, we ran into him on the road and, and we're, um, we asked him to, uh, come collect Mr. Indar. Um, I'm not exactly sure when he'll be here, but I just wanted to give you a heads up, um, and know that that is, um, okay with us and, and that was, that was planned by us. Lovely. That actually makes my side of the arrangement quite better. I don't want to. Fairy, anyone additional in my tower, so that's... Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, take that into mind when considering your compensation for uh, your voyage to the Drowned Keep. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, who is the individual to whom I am receiving? He was a noble dude. He told us. To yeah, he gave you a name to utilize. To give to her? Yeah. What was it? I think <laughs> it was Jord. I think it was Lord um, yeah. something Jord, and I don't remember the first part. I don't either. Uh, uh, Lord Lord Jord, we... Which, now, it sounded a lot better when we had the first name. Now well, it's just Lord Jord. Yeah, there was <laughs> a name like in between. Like, Lord Jord is coming, guys! Lord Jord. <laughs> this funny. Lord Jord. <laughs> How have you all made acquaintance with Bjostin Noble? Oh, we ran into him on the on, in our travels. Make a deception check. She's interested. Mm -mm. <laughs> she's pride. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah, but she doesn't know that he's a dragon, so. We did run in him our travels. Finiglas as much as you like. Yeah, that's not a lie. <laughs> there, the, you're, you are right. There is nothing deceptive about telling someone that it's Vilek the dragon and not a lord named Jord. <laughs> <laughs> 
If there's one thing that unites all D&D campaigns, it's players trying to convince the dungeon master that, no, this is not a deception check. <laughs> deception check to the DM. <laughs> to 16. Okay. I cast guidance on myself. Can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Campaign one, guidance. And now it's a 17. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Uh, that is that is a pretty good roll. Oh no. Um, Bellandra has very high stats, but Zach's rolling for her, so she rolled a natural one. You're so making she has me so stressed. Imagine the whole guidance. You're like, it does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but players get a lot of joy from tabulating their rolls, so I wanted to let you have that. Um, My so, average is important. Uh, I I know you guys care, so I was gonna let you have your thing. I rolled twenty seven, so take that into my average. Just rolling on the side. 30, 30, 30, 30. That was an 82. That was an 82. 82. <laughs> I got a 77. I, have, uh, I had divinity so. persuasion. Uh, divine intervention to roll high. Uh, <laughs> My wish is that, that I roll. <laughs> <laughs> It's the new fame death. I wish to be a 99. It's good. Um, anywho. Uh, so she has no further questions. And she just says... Um, all right, well, I fancy a visit from Lord Shaw, so that's quite mm -hmm. nice. Uh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh she, she Jackie, fancies, I'm trying to be in the zone, dude. She fancies a visit from Lord Jord. Oh, He's no. Got a crush I gotta get me some of those jean shorts. Oh, but, man. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> Lord Jord. <laughs> Lord Jord. <laughs> This is the key and speed. This is the key and heel high on partners. We're laughing at your joke. Yeah. We laughed when Abby said it, it's but it's fine. It's fine. My sense of humor is not fragile. So um, <laughs> that's her response. And um, she says, um, all right, well, that'd be all, Regretta. Yeah, I think that's it. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. And I'm going to. She burp before you get off. I don't know how to. I don't know how to hang up, so I'm just gonna drop the stone and then pick it up and dust it off. Okay, so you watch Greta. She walks away. She has a conversation with the sending stone. She gets done with it. She throws the shiny stone on the can ground, I, can and then she picks it back up. Can I say that I, I like told Ro that I was gonna go do that, sure. and then like the whole time I was looking at her and like rolling mm -hmm. my eyes. Yeah, yeah. It like was I, one of those phone calls where I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna like drop the sending stone and then pick it up and dust it off, and then I'm gonna like like look at Ro and I'm gonna like make a fake little gagging face yeah yeah and Ro laughs and, and then says I, oh, could I could I borrow that sending stone in a little bit yeah for sure do you want it now I it's I think it's Tellos yeah it's Tellos yeah I wanna I wanna make a call later okay it uh, doesn't have to be right now cool should we go see where we should set up camp or yes see what I'm gonna Craig's give this doing? back to Tello so ask Tello about it Okay. And you all are all standing next to each other, so Tello is nearby. Tello, is referring to the second person. Could I use this? Uh, he just did it. Here, Tello. That's not the problem. Huh? This doesn't have to be I, I okay. stone No, I grab it. Boss definitely takes it out of Greta's hand and hands it to Rob. <laughs> all right, we're good. We're good. Everybody's hey, good. so glad this is solved. You know what I love about days like this? <laughs> Camps. <laughs> what? Man. <laughs> Do y'all want to set up a camp, please? Um, I want to go to bed. It's like uh, Craig, Craig says. Noon, Craig. <laughs> oh, she said it was the evening. No, it's no, 12. 12.48.07. Oh, oh, someone said 
yeah. set up where should we set up camp and i was like well oh, i was one craig where do we need to set up camp like well, how far are we out of town right now we gotta get a and permit in general direction the, you know the, <laughs> what camping do you, we're, gonna, um, we're gonna move gonna. this way and craig starts okay craig moving. starts walking <laughs> off on the Crunch ultimate the adventure trusting craig the maker all along the way <laughs> 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 all right so yeah you got craig is walking away i follow craig okay I follow Greg. Okay, Walk I follow Bob. Hey, okay, Craig's like, Craig's like, left, left, We're 40 right, minutes left. in. <laughs> <laughs> Time. It reminds me of the seven dwarves in Snow White. Oh, from Cinderella? Yeah. Anyway, I follow Craig. You know, you know the uh, Snow White movie. Yes, it is. I'm just gonna initiate combat. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I want to punch Zach something. Zach is like roll initiative, and we're like, oh. Zach's twice roll initiative against us. <laughs> okay. All right, Zach. Lore. <laughs> the, the, the party's walking. What are you doing? As you like, are, are you just walking? Is Craig, where are we going? So we have, Craig, what are we yeah, doing? So we have like a day. Okay. We have a day and a half before we were supposed to be. So we can attack it with surprise if we do it now. Guys, boss, I don't think we're attacking craig how many like kevkins are in <laughs> how many kevkins are like in this city like uh, is it are we going like is it kind of like home covish or is it like per kevkin okay like so the, okay uh, inspiration what are that the, was brilliant what are the what are the vibes per kefka, per with, um, uh, there's well there's damn I got yeah. your back, but uh, I mean, you know, go for it. But I, I don't want to take it from you. But uh, sorry, uh, home Kofi is the most spot. home is the most Kefkins you've seen. Um, uh, it is it is definitely lower than that. Um, if you had to guess, even in general, a general intelligence check. There's right? at least three. I was thinking Five, four, six. That's maybe seven. so funny. As many as an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is Kefkins. <laughs> it's not a Kefkin. No, this is Lashla. That would be a nine. Oh. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> it's not the highest easy in the world. You did fail, but you didn't fail like dramatically. So uh, you would say that there's definitely more than like a thousand uh, for sure. But exacts would be tough. Like you never thought about it, but it's definitely a lot. But it's a big city, so. So when you walk into a room... <laughs> and there's a like you'll probably see Kafkins. But I'd say like in general there's there's definitely oh, was a thousand right. I go over that. I, I'm not trying to be difficult in the spirit of the nine. I'm just gonna leave that up to your interpretation. Okay. Because I feel like the thought has occurred and left, you know? <laughs> yeah. I genuinely got so caught up in what I was going to say, I kind of forgot. And I feel like that's what Craig did too. So just I'm go so for sorry. it, dude. Uh, I'm not. I love it. Go. Yeah. He reiterates what um, Zach said to me. Cool. cool. <laughs> oh, burn. Oh, okay. And mate okay. to him. <laughs> Who is that? How does it feel like you straight up roasted, Zachary? Man. <laughs> I'm joking. So, I mean, we are, we are wanted. I mean... Mm. The, the, the I'm Le not. Valek said that. No, we yeah, important are. information that you would know, Landon. Um, five hundred gold, uh, from a Kefkin, a captain's like office or barracks, from information on you all, and three thousand ahead. Oh, you meant by the so, Kefkins? Yeah. Oh, so they know. So why, here's my thinking. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Here's my thinking. Um, 
no matter what we decide to do, which we can obviously we need to discuss that, but I don't think we should go in there just looking like the fun guys. I think I agree. I'm a little concerned. So I know that I can disguise myself and so can balls, and then I could I could uh work some magic and maybe turn you and Greta into little animal things mm-hmm. and maybe Boz could do something with Tello. Definitely need my words. Behind the group, like where you all like he's not in your immediate visual range. But he kinda like looks down at himself. He takes the half cape off of one side, tries flicking it up like a hood. It doesn't quite fit. He just puts it back down and doesn't talk about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean so, I think we definitely need to figure out that because I mean, especially Boz and I stand out like a f- sore thumb. I mean, did sorry. You just check your features. Um, no, I have Tello's character sheet. How did you get I that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is such a Mike Abby interaction. That's wild. important to me. How did you get that? <laughs> okay, moving I'm, forward. I'm so sorry. Um, no, I was gonna check like. <laughs> Okay. Well, here's the problem. If you turn me into an animal, I can't. I can't speak my language. Well, no. Here's you the, won't be able to communicate. Well, no, people. Craig. We could. We could turn you into just to get us in there, and then you could change back when you're with your family. But, um, so that you could speak, obvi- obviously. <laughs> Do I know if like people mostly speak uh, the Austin? Shkolnikov is a very large city, so if you f- like, you could find a farmer who's only speaking Austin, or you could find like. Maybe a smith in the lower rings. Maybe some of the like kind of really um, working class miners. But the vast majority of people are going to also speak common. Okay, chilling, perfect. Yeah, it's like it's like English in Europe is a really good comparison. Um, Every nation in the Earth in Bloom has a different language, or most of them, not all of them, but most of them. But all of them end up speaking common, i.e., English. Yada yada. Gotcha. Just less imperialism and all that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it wouldn't be a problem, bro. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, I I think that like that would be a good idea. Uh, do we have a plan for Tello? Well, uh, boss, is there any way you can change someone into something or someone else? Yeah. I um. Because I could I could yeah I could do I could get probably two polymorphs out of my loot. Which you know lasts an hour. Yeah, which lasts about an hour. So, um, and then my disguising mm-hmm. selves last of like an hour. So, are we going into the to the city, or are we going to camp on the outskirts? Well, I think we should camp out here and then change. How but about would it make? I could Craig. definitely Lehman's tiny hut us a tent that's solid, so no one could see us. Craig, mm-hmm. where did you tell your family to meet us? We're gonna meet at the place that was pre-discussed. What is that? <laughs> Uh, this yeah. name. You are good. The dude. merchants good. pass. There is there is a pass mm-hmm. into the mountains, a highway that traps like the main road. I'm the highway man. <laughs> I work with my hands. I'm like any man. <laughs> I don't like that Zach is rolling dumb on no, you. I'm, just, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. Go no, on. no, that wasn't a threat. I just didn't know what to do with that moment, so I rolled a d6. Uh, that wasn't a threat. I was just like, all right, he's the highway man, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, I, I don't have anything to do with these D6s yet. Actually, I haven't decided yet. But um, uh, so you know that there is a main highway pass that leads into the main entrance to the town. It's kind of like a one-way in, one-way out situation. Okay. And um, you told 
her to meet you all like somewhere along the course of that highway and mm. you guys would come like kind of further out because you know that like people travel in and out of it but and Shkota Cove is near the coast there's a small port town um, that does connect to it trade happens a great deal of trade you know, like there's like an hour a day where only one cart may pass through because there's like heavier times that it's traded through and like specific days when ships come into port. So sometimes there's a lot of traffic on it, but frequently there's not. So the plan is to meet her there tomorrow. Like you didn't specify time, but, but tomorrow at some point. Didn't well, I mean, we can we can send uh, you can send to them again, Craig. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to even meet earlier, if you if you wanted that after we decide what to do, but uh, didn't Aaron? This was he was he meeting us there at the he, pass or do, do we not, need to go in and talk to him? Well, he was not interested. Um, I want to. He really wanted to meet us there, but I I don't know. It felt like he had like ulterior motives. Wait, what? Uh, until Craig got the sending stone back, uh, he was like, "Sure, yeah, we could do that." And then Craig got the sending stone back, uh, talks more. Oh, and he yeah, was like, right, "Absolutely right. not! Like, don't bother coming." Yeah, but. Even if he doesn't want to come, I still want to give them the option. Um, so I would want I want to check in with Catherine and see, uh, just update her on where we are, and just give her the invitation. Um, I'm I'm still considering Aaron. I kind of feel weird opening that door, but I, I can't just I can't just leave that. I, I still want to give him an option. I. I think if he's going to come, it's going to have to be Catherine that convinces him. I know. But I, I think that um, as long as he knew that I was always available, that there was never a moment that I was out of reach. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just don't feel like no contact is the answer. I, I I mean, Craig, this is a rough, you know, this is, this is, this is rough. I I don't think, I don't think you've, it's hard to talk with somebody who's already angry at you and to even just with the best intentions, convince them of something dangerous is incredibly difficult. But I think that. The biggest thing is he didn't believe us. He didn't believe anything we said. Um, and I think there's a good chance that it might change things once Catherine or him realizes that what we said is true. I, the most difficult thing that I think that we need to consider is his wife. And she is, she's a Kafkin. She, she is a Kefkin. Yeah. And he loves her. And yeah. that is difficult. I, I don't know. I, I think that he would have to watch a Kefkin. I think he would have, I don't, I don't even know if the scars are going to be enough. I think he's going to have to watch them do some awful things before he even starts to consider. But I mean, we, uh, we, all we can do is try, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I want to focus on Catherine. Yeah. And making sure that she, because she seemed open to it. I don't know what they've talked about since then. Yeah. Um, 
but she seemed open to it so I, I want to follow through with that but I don't have any intention of going and seeing going up to him and yeah. finding him I have no intention of that to, to be fair Krug if he the fact that he's married to Okefk it actually might protect him as much as I uh, as much as I hate not you not being able to to reconcile this right now if he's married to her and he does truly stand on their side right now I don't see them bringing harm to him but the point isn't to because they're scared of him it's to get to me well yeah it's to make me come out of my but if he's if he is of value I, I think them. the quickest way for him to realize that the Kefkins are not good is for him to stay here because he will quickly realize just how much they will burn through to get to something they want, which is us. I think that, that it's a dangerous, this is dangerous. Everything that we're doing right now, even being in a place where there are Kefkins, it's dangerous. Him being here is dangerous. There's no way there's no outcome that isn't dangerous for him no. or for us. Yeah. But I do not think that it is the right thing or a good thing um, to to force him out of a place that no. he is against. I don't think so either. I think all we can do is is just, you know, just try. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should send to him and just... I don't even know if it's safe to let him know that we're here. I don't oh, even no. know if it's... I, I think we should try and talk... I mean, this is your family. I'm sorry. I don't mean to overstep. But I, I try to... I I think trying to talk to, to your wife would be the best starting spot. Yeah. And if and if she comes around strong, I think that he is going to have a better chance listening to her than any of us. Yeah, I agree. I also think that she's in greater danger being yeah. your wife um, than he is. Just because uh, she would be the first they would target. Yeah. I I hate to say this, but I don't think it matters that he's married to the daughter of some noble or businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if they think that they can use him to uh, get information about his father, mm-hmm. they might, but, uh, like, it might not be bad. I mean, it's bad, but I mean, like, they might not harm him, is what I'm Maybe saying. Maybe at first, but I don't see them... They're not going to ask politely. They're going to jump... Well, no, I agree. Aaron is a tool to get to me. 100%. And they'll do whatever they need yeah, to, to... I don't think there's any protections there. Now, I, I don't see Aaron holding back information. No. I, I, I don't, don't see him... I, I don't see him wanting to defend me. I don't feel that that's something he wants to do. Um, I, I'm not on least right now. I, I don't know where he is and that. Um, but the point is right now, go and try and meet Catherine and see if we can show her um, that we're honest. And if she wants to put in a word for Aaron or um, for, for us to Aaron, um, even if uh, during the trip she sends to him and, and talks to him, um, would oh, go ahead Craig well I just think that that would be the best way would it would it bring any um peace to you if 
one of us could somehow go and not talk to him necessarily, not meet him, but I know Balls or I could possibly just go see where he's at and what he's doing. I don't want to use the word spy, but... <laughs> I think we have a couple of choices. I think first, once Catherine, if she decides to come with us, or she decides to come back to the tower, I don't think there's going to be any contact between her and Aaron anymore from that point, because the location of the tower and where she is has to be completely protected. So taking her and not him is like a cut. He, he won't talk to her for a very long time. Can I, they track what's sending? Uh, if she tells him accidentally, yeah, it's it's. I, I highly doubt that would be allowed. Yeah. I also think that the choice of leaving him there is um, granting him his own volition and allowing him to have his own choice. But if he still doesn't believe and understand, I firmly think that the Kefkins are not going to call him into a room and say, hey, let's work together. They're just going to jump inside his head and run through with whatever they want and burn through as much as they can to get what they need. And if he comes out all right, fine. If not, cool. But I highly doubt they're going to spend time playing nice especially yeah. since we've what we've done um so one thing that i could do is i could use suggestion to suggest to him to sit down calmly and have a conversation with you um or just to be able to listen and that way he still is able to fully make his own decisions and have a conversation with you but he is with a clear mind and without anger. And so it's like, we're not, I'm not telling him to believe you. I'm just making it to where you have a chance to clearly communicate the danger and where he can clearly receive it and make a decision without anger. I, I like that idea. Um, I mean, we, we do have to consider that that could easily make things worse. Yeah, after, things could get heated after it if, wears off. Yeah, if things could get so heated, if if for whatever reason, it, maybe he had some kind of way to resist that, or if if he if he knows that we're trying to effort. cast spells on him, that could that could be dangerous. My only thing is, uh, I mean, I don't I don't know your magic very well, Balls, but I know with a lot of um, charms like that, immediately after they wear off, they understand what happened to him and he could get from what we've experienced with him just a little bit i don't see him taking kindly to being charmed well, well here's where that is useful uh one it's not one of it's not one of those spells oh. but um also he it's um we're not changing the way that he thinks That's or true. the decisions he comes to and if he comes to the conclusion at the end of it that, hey, this is serious and I need to get my family to safety. And I think that the message we need to be telling him is that the Kefkin, like exactly what I said, that Kefkins yeah. are not going to play nice, even if they need his help. I think that they're going to play it safe and to them playing it safe is just taking whatever they want, yeah. no matter the cost. I want to bring up an issue that I think that would occur um 
if he is like, you're so right, I, I need to go with y'all. What do we do about his family? He has a family. Does he have children, Craig? No. I, um, I well, it's th- just his wife, right? Yeah. But will she will have to convince her too? What like, does she do for the Kafkins? They work in a business. Um, it's the mining business, and uh, they're. Do you want to yeah, be you want to do some more things? Uh, no, you're good. Uh, his wife, Jal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is Jal Ordrick Dunley. She's the daughter of Kel Ordrick, who is the um, owner of the mine that you managed and worked in. Um, so she, uh, she is a, an account scribe there. Um, she actually works she works with your wife and that's how she and Craig met um, and so she basically handles finances she helps handle finances for the mine and her dad is the owner of the mine um, through a Kefkin trading guild which is a part of the Imperial Trading Federation and um, so he, he is the owner of the mine that you worked in and uh, you worked under him as a manager while you were there mm-hmm. You like you all know each other yeah she and Aaron hold hmm. dearly to the uh, political and business aspect of Kefkins, Um, and it kind of tends to blind them to the violent and aggressive side of Kefkins. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I, I don't know if Aaron would be able to convince her that there is an issue. Well, um, I, I think we would, yeah. It gets it gets sticky because I think I think even if she went along with us, I think something would probably get started. That not to say I'm not suggesting that we kidnap them, obviously, because um, I know what how you felt about that and all. Um, but I feel like it it would kind of turn into a situation if she came with us, even by her own religion if if she came with us that oh not only did the fun guys kill a general they kidnapped this dude's daughter um so i don't really know where the line yeah that's that's the problem is that if aaron says yes i do want to go and i and like i i don't i'm not against his wife i I think that she's lovely but it's the Mm. problem that she's involved in what we are trying to get away from and and that's just the way that she grew up and there's nothing there's nothing they just don't know and it's okay that they don't know but now we know and we can't we can't have that and I, I don't know how to handle it i think you're right i think it's i think there's don't no, not much that we can say to yeah. convince him or her so here's what we do we show them how i can make i any yeah any any memory, anything that we've been there and seen the Kefkins do, I can put up and make it look like it's happening again, right here, right now. I Port Resplendi saw. I can show them burning homes. Hmm. I can show hmm. anything. Doesn't mean they'll believe it. Yeah, but it's going to be better than just our word. We'd have that would have to be someplace private. It could be. I can make it as big or small as I want. It can be inside of a home. It's it's. Where's your home, Craig? inside the place. Um, you know that the way that Shkonokov is organized, which will be described I'm in greater so detail to witness it, is it's sort of, um, it is, uh, <clears throat> there is a fissure inside of the mountain. 
a crack deep within it running at an angle. And so the whole city is built down a slope that moves at a greater gradient away from a cracked open roof that eventually falls into this really deep mining vein. And the whole city is built around that vein and more than a hundred other veins that have been, been built off of that over centuries and centuries and centuries of existence. And um, uh, the city is organized into districts that travel down that level of the crack. Um, and your housing district is sort of, uh, there is a, a, you grew up in a different spot. You grew up a uh, very low down on that slope um, because a lot of the working class miners who work those mines, that's where they grew up. Um, you were a manager for 20 years uh, and your wife was a very successful account, uh, scribe accounts, accounts scribe. <laughs> so um, you all have moved like a quarter mile up higher than that and the same kind of housing district. And you now have a fairly sizable home uh, sort of halfway up the distance. So it's like, an hour and a half's walk down into the city, um, you all would get to the area where you have your home. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, it just makes me so happy to hear that description. <laughs> oh, I remember talking to you about that like a long time ago. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah, back Ooh. when I lived here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it's going to be um a little bit further, but like, in one of the districts I can I can lead y'all there and show y'all um and we have we have a house that we could do that in however the problem is like we'll meet Catherine but do we want to go like far into I mean you said okay well you said it was like an hour and a half walk we could mm -hmm. I mean if we went fast and figured out can you like ride a horse down in there yeah. People don't frequently, but there there are like you, you I mean goods have to be brought into the city I mean, um via like pulled carts. So there are whole sections of the city that can accommodate I mean, beasts of burden. We could we could disguise ourselves. Uh, Balls or I could be a horse, we could uh get there faster um, and get to through the through the city. What do y'all think about going walking an hour or forty five minutes into the city disguised? getting a room in a tavern that's that's like within a, a like a 30 minute walk of Craig's house today that way we can use however we can you know magically disguise ourselves yeah. have a place to sleep in the city we could do that if Craig if, if you think that there's a spot with like in between here and and Catherine's house my Caroline house my house me and Catherine's house yes yeah <laughs> yes not, not just Catherine's house. Uh, I, I'm sorry. You're good. Um, not to that point. We're gonna, we're gonna not go there. Okay. Um, anyway, if we could find an in-between space, I'm sorry, Craig. Um, we could get a room in a tavern where we can undisguise ourselves and and have like a home base. Oh yeah, we could try that. I think that that would be a good idea. The um, only problem is we will have to be moving through rooms of people yeah it's a little you know? scary because at some point the magic will wear out but i mean Ooh. if we can just make sure we'll we're close our... by our rooms yeah yeah then we can rest that's and what i'm thinking i'm, I'm thinking we 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 do our magic we we get a we get a safe place and then we can do it again hmm. tomorrow yeah yeah i i think i would be good with that um 
We just, we have to hurry. Tello, what are you, have you ever been here? No, I, I have not. I just know you have lots of knowledge of different cities. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been to Koshnikov, but I've yeah. never been here. Yeah, I guess we... I guess, I mean, I think that it would be... What do you think, boss? I'm not going to lie. I was looking at a bird and I... <laughs> I just realized... Boss. I have to start giving Landon inspiration less, so I'm not going to this time. I already it's have so it. It's so hard. Okay. I know. I have to give it to you less. But, dude... Oh, you killed it. It was a really pretty bird. Um, and so a very pretty bird does fly away. <laughs> I like make a jot of it down so That's... I can wild shape into it some other time. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a serious conversation. I'm sorry. I. It's okay. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. I don't listen all the time. Oh my so... gosh. <laughs> um. So we're gonna be <laughs> going. Um. We're wanting to find a tavern to stay got you, at. Got for, you. Like. Is Rose still doing the macarena? Yeah. No. Yeah, she's I still... stopped. No, she didn't. <laughs> yes, I uh, did. You all keep on your role play, and I'll look up the spell. Okay. No! She's so getting tired. We're, <laughs> we're wanting to go stay at a place, uh, a tavern that's about 30 minutes away from my house. Okay. Um, and then go there again tomorrow. Um, or go, go there, to the go to the house tomorrow. Okay. And uh, meet Catherine. Um, we did tell Catherine to meet us at a place. I do have the sending stone. We should probably Actually, check you in. don't have the sending stone. We, we don't, don't have, have the, si the sending stone. I have stone. the sending stone. So here's a plan. Um, I have a spell that lets me assume the form of anybody that you've ever seen before. Yeah. Um, so, and it's limitless in how long I can stay that way. Can you way. do that on someone else? Um, what? Uh, so... Can you do it on someone I'm joking. else? I, I did that to scare Zachary. You did not put a time limit. I didn't on. do that, right? You did, did I not, do that? I did didn't put a time, put a time limit. Oh crap! Okay, keep talking. Okay. D can you do that on someone else or just yourself? Anybody. Okay, so could you do like you and <laughs> I'm just, Zachary's panicking so much? <laughs> that's a massive flaw. That's a second level class. spell. I know. I'm just kidding. Ooh. Could you? Well, that's your feature, right? Yeah. Okay. Could you transform like you and Tello? Just me. You just said. He said he can turn into anybody. I can target anybody. No, but I said, can you do it to someone else? No, just him. Yeah. Like doing it, like I can target no, anybody. No, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, as my words, I didn't, I didn't phrase it well enough. Um, it's your wild shape feature, so it lasts as long as your wild shape. Oh, lasts. okay. So four hours. Oh. <gasps> okay, that makes sense. No, it's okay. I was just like, Zach, you fool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to be the king. Guys, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I was like, what sort of a DM am I? Okay. So, okay. Um, so here's the dealio. You can do it only to yourself. Do yeah. you have polymorph? Not prepared. Well, is there a long rest somewhere? You can. We had a long That's rest. That's true. You weren't here. So, um, If you if allow you, me a moment of your time. If you could transform Tello... Oh, I can transform Tello. We just, uh, like, I can transform two people and then I can disguise myself. Tello, what do you want to be when you um, grow up? I'm, uh, I I'm can... like, low on the casting pool here. So you are frequently doing things with magic that I don't quite have a grasp on. Um, and I'm not even really sure at what level I should be speaking in this group right now. But, um, like, you all have described time durations on all of these things, right? Yeah. So we need to have like pretty concise decisions. Yeah. I'm not saying complicated plans, 
those don't ever last long with us but just like <laughs> clear decisions on like yeah. we are going here and we're doing that and we need to make that whatever make sure okay. that whatever that is it lasts for a spell because that wouldn't be the first time yeah. in our time together that we thought we had a disguise and then it's right now that's true so okay so one yeah. of if i can transform one of y'all into a horse we could get there faster right i don't think many people ride horses through there as well Craig Craig just said well, it was. This happens on occasion. It happens on occasion. Also, if... giant goats. There are giant goats from around here that people ride sometimes. You're joking. Do you all want to be goats? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Could that someone be a goat? Like, what about, like, a goat farmer and their goats? Oh, man. Ro. Yes. How many times can you do that? I can... We I can go to a tavern, though. I, disguise... I don't know if they can have goat farmers in there. I can disguise myself, and I can turn two people into something. How many times a day? I can only do it I can disguise myself three times. How but many times can you turn other people into something? I can only do it. I can either do one person twice or, or, or two, two people, people for so an, hour an hour each. We have an hour. So that's why I was saying if we did a horse or something that we could ride in on, it would cut our time from an hour and a half into shorter so we could get there faster before the spells wear off. However, we have to. Okay. The original plan was to meet Catherine somewhere on the yeah, path. Yeah, we could send her. Send why, are her. We, why are we changing that plan? Because you. You were the one, Greta, that just said you wanted to go to a tavern. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you guys are killing me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we changing that plan? Because <laughs> you said so. I mean, I, 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 thought, I thought we were going to camp and just meet her outside. That but then sounds we... like a better plan, and I made an uh, error. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, these are the birds. We're going to the tavern. Okay, so we're all turning into stuff. No, I don't think we are. <laughs> so we're oh, not God. going to I don't know. Hey, hey, let's simplify this. Let's stick to the plane that we originally had. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I c so what I'm going to do is I think we should set up camp. I'll set up Lehman's. It's like 1 p.m. I'll set up I'll set up the hut now. I can. Well, we're out in the open. We have to hide, I mean, you guys. There's. Couldn't we just find parts of the mountain? Yeah, we yeah. should go find a big rock to okay, hide behind. But if someone finds us, I'm the highway man. <laughs> also, if... <laughs> <laughs> also, if. <laughs> okay, that would have been inspiration. There's Spend your inspiration. On a <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> oh god. Um. Is, is there an amount of time that your bubble lasts for? I mean, it can last eight hours. Okay, so if we cast it now, you know, they're going to run out before Yeah, but I can cast that again. Okay. I'm just trying to keep us protected because I know there's this is a very high Kefkin nation mm -hmm. and we're very highly but wanted. But what are the chances they're actually going to see us? I mean, that would have to be like crazy. Like, Let's they would have go to like, find some rocks. You know. Balls, you have leaves in your hair and I have bright purple eyes. I literally have a giant scar on my face. Yeah, but like they would have to get close enough to see us and they would have to even come over here. The problem here. is is if one person sees us and has seen a wanted poster. It's not worth the us, risk. Then they could go tell the officials and we could have an ambush on our hands in an hour. We need to be prepared for the worst case scenario. I wouldn't. I want to be as safe as possible because it's not just me. It's not just the party at risk. Like we're putting Cath Catherine at risk. Or you know. How long of a walk is it to the um? What to the road? You tell me. DM. And then the DM answers. <laughs> uh, like from here, where you are, maybe like three hours. Okay. Oh jeepers. Okay, it's a three-hour walk. So we probably need to chop chop. Like you know that the road 
runs in, like it's a pretty deep mountain pass and there's kind of cliffs that go up either side. So you figure, Craig, you guys could pick a space somewhere along the edge, rappel down or, you know, quickly, but maybe a little obviously, or take your time to move around the mountain down onto like a, a, a connection to the road over like, you know, the course of 30 minutes. But you could pick anywhere around there and you could be to the road in half an hour if you guys hike up a little bit. You know that about the topography. Below. Okay, Craig says that. That sounds great, Craig. Yeah, would you want... Uh, if Could we get there faster if one of us was... a flying <laughs> thing or a running walk, thing? Right? Like, can't we just I just want to keep moving my legs okay, and I want to get there faster. You know what? Let's just walk and while we're doing... Yeah, let's, and the party yeah. is hiking up a mountain. Yes! Okay. Um, yes! <laughs> thank you, Ro. I really appreciate you wanting to like help make this go faster. Um, I think that right now, I, I really can't think of complex plans. I, I just, I just, I need to get to the point and follow a formula. You know what I've been, are we walking now? The okay. party's been walking this whole okay. time. You know, You've made significant progress and you're going to be hiking for a couple hours as you get to a yeah. place. I've been and Craig is leading you all. I've been thinking about it and I feel like, I feel like we should, I don't know if it's dangerous or not. Everything we do is dangerous these days. But I feel like, should I make, like, a stone call to to the king? Okay, first of all, from now on, it's stone call. Good work. Please continue. No, no, we should not. But, like, should we figure out if that they're okay or not? That is incredibly dangerous. No, we shouldn't. No. I think we should. He literally said that they listen in on his calls when... That it would just happen to be that, that. Yeah, he said that the wizards were not in today. The Sakefkins weren't there, so that nobody was going to listen on the conversation. What? For whatever it's worth, the last you left off, uh, he fled. What? The king? Yeah. He fled? Who well, fled? Well, okay. You guys were like, <laughs> by king. Um, and then the people he was meeting with very briefly before killed a general. And he <laughs> intonated, you all delivered him a teleportation stone. And he intimated to you all that like this was a really useful resource for either him or the princess to get out. You all had that conversation. In your defense, that was a very long time ago, but that did transpire. Yes. But we don't know that he fled. Yeah. You don't know that he's gone, yeah. you don't know that he's there, but like... You said that he fled. Yeah, like, you okay, said that he fled. You all don't... If you try to read my expressions of the things I say, I swear, I will bring the consequences back to you guys. But... <laughs> Um, like you all have very logical reason to believe that the king might no longer like those circumstances are likely not yeah. the circumstances anymore. Well, whether good or bad, he yeah. dead, he in, he in a dungeon, he yeah. gone, he a bird now. I don't know. He's a bird Whatever now. he is, he's probably like not the king. Things have probably changed. <laughs> that is a very we simple assumption you all can make. I logically. think I would like, I mean, with this thing, and she holds up her necklace, she's like, they can't, they can't look at me the while I'm... snatches it away. Look at, they can't <laughs> look yes. at us no, while I'm talking to him. Greta. I'm more worried about him being in danger if we call him and well, somebody what realizes... what if I do that thing where I'm like, if you can answer, cough once, or if you're okay. All right, I'm walking up the mountain. Well, we're still walking. <laughs> and I look at another bird. What, what do you guys think? Should I call him? What would be the purpose of the call? To flirt? Is that Boz or yeah. Landon? <laughs> he looks away from the bird. <laughs> There's like it's five other people. Okay. It's the same bird like, again and again. Keeps coming back. It's like, it's like 10% flirting Boz and like 90% I do want to know if he's okay. 
You want to call him just to know if he's okay? Well, like, we literally spoke with a king, and then we fled from one general and murdered another general. I could... I, this isn't, like, the end-all be-all, but I could, um... Form use a permanent my... bond with him. No, I will not oh, do that. okay. Um, I could, uh... It's true, you do have that feature. And we have his items. Form uh, permanent bonds? Anyway. Why would you do I that? I could do that. Maybe I will, but... Can you form a permanent bond for me with him? You know, I don't know, but I can give it a shot. You know that you can't. Um... <laughs> Emotionally, not actually. Yeah. I think she was just being nice. I... I could... I can't, like, scry on him, but I could use some divination and check up on him. That's kind of a a yes, no, maybe kind of thing. I mean, I can just I can just send to him and be like, I think hey, you it's the fun guys. Guys, hey, you know, I'm doing we really, it. <laughs> we need I'm, to be I'm better gonna at, I'm going to go somewhere else if you're... I don't wanna, manning, I, you know? I think it's a very bad decision. I don't feel comfortable Boss, being here. stay within 20 feet of me. Boz, wild shapes into a bird and flies away. They can look at you, okay. <laughs> and Boz flies. Uh, it's the same bird as the one you saw. Yeah, it's very beautiful. <laughs> hey, odds or evens, Boz? Uh, oh, no. Even, uh, odds, because I'm an odd guy. Nine. Um, there are a lot of cool birds around here. Uh, <laughs> but the best of them uh, is a Biaston condor. Oh, um, it's uh, and I'll tell you what I've made a lot of stat blocks so just write me a note and I'll make a stat block for this later <sighs> or text me just text me right now Biaston Condor and I'll make a stat block for you for this later because I'm having a lot of really good ideas about this Biaston um, Condor all right they're big dang they're big uh, it's an eight and a half foot wingspan um, and uh, they're not uncommon to the region um they have their whole upper part of the wing is a dark black and then it fades to gray and then to a crisp white and they have this white crest crown that comes off the back of this long dark black hooked bill and they have mm. these sort of like inset eyes um that are like deeply grooved and they have this sallow kind of like deathly haunting looking like tightness to their face and a throat that hangs a little bit with tissue but their plumage is gorgeous i that is super cool sure <laughs> I I think he would have tried to turn to something smaller and like to avoid less conspicuous, less conspicuous. Unless you want to say like, there's no difference. Like the chance of someone seeing they're common enough this. around here that like, I don't know that anyone would think twice about it. All right, also, cool. for whatever it's worth, you all haven't seen anyone yet. Like the cities. <clears throat> yeah, we feel like in the a middle mile of and a half that way yeah. under a mountain. You haven't even seen the road yet. You're just hiking up a mountain now. If you want to, you no, can that's still fine. turn into I a fish. I want to do that too. I okay. I, I can be, Yeah, I don't have a problem. You can turn into a. a uh, a butterfly, quite frankly. You have, you've seen a butterfly. I want to go fly with my dragon, dude. Like, we take off. To, oh, no. I probably, no, because that will attract attention. That would be conspicuous. I, I look <laughs> at him, and as I, as I, as I turn, I'm like, imagine him, like, like being like pulled back into the staff or something. Oh, cool. It's like he merges with one of the branches. It's like a Pokemon ball at the end of my staff. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, you just, no name, I choose you. Boss just, <laughs> and once you get to a certain height, you just kettle. Oh, yeah. Landscape. And you it's, have excellent vision. So, and all of a sudden, oh wow, you can smell a dead thing a half mile away. Oh, um, it's Craig. <laughs> Craig's marriage. Uh, so, okay. So oh! The... So, so... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I think my appendix just got As a couple years closer to bursting. <laughs> um, the rest of you all are walking up the mountain and row, you have your stone. Proceed. 
It's King Yuen, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, King Yuen and Nam. Yeah. That's a pretty name. <laughs> yeah, you have a what pretty is, what name. What are you guys doing? I'm holding this stone I'm and rocks, I'm thinking. Can I yeah, touch Craig. really fast before you make any decisions? <laughs> um, I did I interrupt you? No, I'm sorry. No, no. Do talk. Okay. Go talk. Um, before you make any decisions, I really want to make sure that we don't reveal where we are and say anything that puts him in danger. Oh, if no, we give no, too I much... Know. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just want to see what happened in like their kingdom after we did what we did. And flirt a little bit. You're not there. <laughs> you can be scryed on by Madame Miskor and, right now. <laughs> and Which we'll get to that in a second. How, let's continue with you. How's your <laughs> So what are you wearing Don't spend your inspiration! Oh, that sucks. You're like in high, like in a cave? Oh, man. Did you bring any of your like jewels with you or anything like that? Like, the, we went... Yeah, okay. So what are the... What are, what's the I'm party doing? What are you saying? What's happening? Craig, what? What? Are you attracted to him? I've been very open no about this. No one's looking at Tello, but Tello rolls his eyes back into his skull when he keeps walking. I mean, he's a... King, and he's nice Whoa. looking. Whoa. <laughs> Not like, oh, he's smart. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> hey, he's got a title. Okay, do your thing. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to see this. Bro calls it. You guys are acting well, like it's going to be this In big flirting person, thing, and it's not. Do? What's the thing that happens? She do? holds a stone okay. and thinks of the king. Okay. <laughs> the stone lights up. There's blue light, and you feel a connection. What? Sending stones. Just remind me. Continued speech. Okay, so I don't have to. You're talking. Do to a, you okay. are holding an iPhone, but it's a rock. These are OP, man. They're they really strong, are. but also I get tired of characters. Like sending's fun, but also like at some point, it, I don't know. I make a big interconnected world. I want characters to talk to each other. Nah. <laughs> um. Hi there. Um. I know you might not be able to reply back. Um, but this is, this is Rona from the Fun Guys, and, uh, I know a lot has happened, and, um, if you're able to speak, I just wanted to check in with you and your sister. Wrong. Wow, what? Um, hello. I wasn't expecting this call. Um, uh, yes, we are, we are alive. Um, I hope your group is faring as well. Um, uh, I've yeah, heard well of affairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we have, um, um, we have fled. I see. Um, I'm sorry for how things transpired. Yes. I am as well. I I'm glad y'all are safe, though. Are you all safe? Um, relatively. <laughs> Good. All right. Um, give... 
give your sister our love and um of, of course I'll, I'll tell her that you you called and uh, maybe yeah just i'm glad you're okay oh, thank you I, I appreciate that you've checked in um if you all are in need of, of safety there's always I recently learned that my brother is alive and that he's some powerful warlock in a you know group of adventurers like you all. So um I think they're called the Warriors of the Well. And if you want to uh, contact um Shavian Anon, uh, okay. perhaps they can offer you safety from the Empire. I don't know. We we actually um were you actually just uh uh were with Janice. I don't know who Janice is, but alright. Okay. She's with uh, the Warriors of the Well. Oh, Oh, no, I have heard that. Yes. Oh, right. Never mind. Okay. Well, okay. I'm sure you all have it. Lovely. Uh, well, thank you. That it means a lot. Um, yes. All right. Okay. Just be safe, and if you need anything from us, feel free to send. I can't do that, but understood. Have a wonderful day. Rose hangs on. Okay. The stone unlights up in your palm. I, I think there was a sending stone connection, but there was another connection there. <laughs> and we all felt it. So what? No, he there was wasn't. sad, but he also was like, I'm glad she called, you know, like someone I can depend on. Like I can really express my feelings. I just have to. to say that's about how it goes when Jackie flirts too. It's like, I'm gonna flirt. Never mind. I'm just gonna ask how they are. I'm gonna go flirt with them. Are you wearing shoes? <laughs> are you alive? Okay, so your sister is in high. <laughs> Groceries. Okay. Oh my gosh. I like milk too. I, I don't. I don't. I just look at Greta and Craig who are standing there, I guess, like going, huh? Like no. Micah's face. And I go, okay, it wasn't the time. Bro, you could have asked like asked so many things. You got a tone break. You got to break. You got to take the tone and you got to break it into something else. Yeah. I mean, they fled. I don't know where they are. Take it from a married man. <laughs> you you can't just you gotta Tell him ask that face. more questions. <laughs> Again, he's further back. No one's looking at him, but he just kind of raises his eyebrows you, and looks away. You sort gotta of. ask I, questions. I know. I I know I'm a bard, but I'm. It's not my forte. Maybe I can get some tips from Tello sometime. She kind of nods at Tello. <laughs> he just just an awkward smile and keeps walking. Uh, Anyway, they've they've fled, but I think they're safe right now. Stop. Ask me in words, you psychopath. <laughs> DM. Yeah, player. DM, I have a question. I can see that. Is, are we walking in like a canyon type situation? No, it's up the side of a mountain. Is there like cliffs around? There's some pretty sheer drops, but oh, no. not like a direct cliff. Why are you spying <laughs> off? She goes spider crawl. <laughs> Can you describe the scene for me, DM? <laughs> Listener, shut up. Um, no. Odds or evens. Odds or evens. <laughs> um, it's going to player that makes you afraid to do your job. Yeah. <laughs> the mountains of Shkonokov go quite high, but you all don't need to go that high. So you all have kind of worked halfway up them. And for whatever it's worth, you all are on an intense hike right now. Uh, this is not comfortable. This is not the part of the park that the park rangers have like laced out for climbing. Like you guys are kind of like 
low threshold rock climbing right now. Um, and it kind of sucks, uh, but nobody's making any checks because let's be honest, you guys have been adventuring for a bit. Um, like this is a whole party full of pretty fit individuals at this point. You guys have had a couple months of being on ship and traveling across landscape and hoping that Micah never does what she just did again. <laughs> but um, you guys are uh, like, at, we are just role playing this as you all like just talking continuously, but you all are taking breaks. You are stopping. You are resting, cramping legs. You're My like kind of catching. Aching. Yep, you're catching stitches in your side. Like this is this is arduous work, but you guys have made it quite a ways up. Um, this sort of gently sloped mountain and you are rounding a curve around it, moving away from the direction of the road that you will know of, Craig, to kind of snook around the side of the highway and make it toward one of the mountains that lays up against the kind of like into a ravine laid path that this highway runs down so that you guys can kind of like quickly drop in through to connect to it through like a kind yeah. of like a cross switch down to yeah. the mountains sort of in between two of them so you all are like on the side of a mountain working toward another mountain looming larger in front of you and you are working in between the two of them it's very craggulous um there are no like sheer massive cliffs but a lot of like like sudden 30 foot drops from one section to another. You all are moving in between them, but there are a lot of drops around. Um, the rock is very smooth, uh, but very hard um, with sudden like sort of abrased surfaces. And there are um, very tightly, like someone squeezing a rope as hard, as hard as they possibly could, twisted bases of junipers of like dark gray wood that almost matches the rock. It makes it look like it grows right out of it. And they're, they're sort of like, some of them are growing out of boulders. They've split apart. They are just the meanest, strongest looking plants you've ever seen breaking out of the surface. And they're um, large, dark green plumes, very small leaflet uh, junipers growing around. And they're covered in these like really dark blue berries right now. Um, just huge sprigs of them. And then um, huge swaths of Russian sage. And there are birds. Um, uh, in fact, large groups of small, like kind of... Uh, they're these dark, dark black birds, but they have uh, dark purple heads, and you can only tell they're purple when they flit in the sunlight and they mm. catch iridescence. They have small white stripes down the mm. center of their breast, and they're flying in and out of the juniper bushes and eating some of the berries, and you all are just moving through that landscape, moving kind of more toward this, like, sort of... It's not a canyon, but it's like a canyon made out of mountains cool. between the two mountains. Hey, Craig. Yep, that's me. Are these berries <laughs> edible? Nature check, Craig. Oh, gosh. Nature check. He used to live here. Uh-huh. You live in Texas, but you don't know all the berries you can That's can't a nat 20. Ah! Oh, What's, What is it with the modifier? Hold berry on. check. Berries are cream. Berries are cream. <laughs> you better stop. Oh, I got a 19. Oh, buddy! <laughs> I'm sorry, friendo. Next campaign, you don't have to be a barbarian. Yay! Um, Actually, I don't care. It's pretty chill. <laughs> I want to hear more things. Can I eat these berries? <laughs> uh, squash jelly. <laughs> okay, but 19 is still great. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. They don't, you know, Craig, they don't taste good. Um, but they are technically edible. Um, and uh, they are, um, it, it is, this is, um, uh, oh, can someone hand me the map back again? I think that he, Mabby has it. Mabby? Mabby? No, Mabby does have it. <laughs> <laughs> I said Abby. That's, I said what, they, um, that's Abby. what they call me when I'm mad. These are these are Pialian junipers. <gasps> um, my favorite. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the juniper berries are technically edible. Um, and they so they have a very sharp acerbic taste. What they are is they are incredibly sour. If you like sour things, they're like warheads. But if you don't like sour things, they're pretty miserable. And there's kind of like a 
bitter acorn taste or like a uh, pecan taste at the end of them <laughs> not acorn like that kind of dry taste to them too but you know that they can be mashed quite a bit and made into a very sour kind of like fruit paste that sometimes biastin sort of like um like nature people will use crunchy folks from biasta uh, <laughs> crunchy folks. Um, with a 19 you also know that they can sometimes have adverse like people are sometimes allergic to them not like suffocate and like your throat closes up allergic but like people can sometimes have reactions to them and it's very hard to predict like it's, it's a very specific allergy berry but you know that they are they are edible this is all internal information credit. oh no <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so glad you found some this was like a signature of my childhood like we would go, i would go hunting with my dad and we'd find these berries and we would eat them and it was so good you want to you want to try one yeah and i'm gonna grab one off a bush i'm gonna grab a whole stick off a bush can with i some berries on it? um you try to pull part of the juniper juniper away and you pull down with like some significant force you spent a ton of time in nature you know the force it takes and as you pull the the branch bends and does not give wow. at all and you, i'm gonna lift my feet up and like okay yank you on successfully it. hang from it Whoa. and this small part of the branch moves slightly but like a twig kind of holds almost your whole body weight wow. before it finally and it pulls away very sudden and very hard like breaking rock just off the side. Craig, these the, are beefy. The juniper shakes a little bit and you have like a spray. Wait, wait, wait. I can't do that to you. I'm sorry. I uh, I just remember some people are allergic to them. I don't know if you want to try that. I already have one in my mouth. Oh okay. no. Um Griba Ons Herb Leavens. 50%. That's Bleavens. wild. That's a 13. Oh no. I'm so glad for the direction we're going. First of all, does Greta like sour things? Yeah. Greta, you pop one in your mouth. You've been a lot of places at this point. Yeah. You've tried Insinian honey bread. Mm -hmm. But you are an eight-year-old who has never had a warhead in just possible. Oh my goodness. Is this the best thing you've ever eaten? Because <gasps> it's so sour. Your lips pucker and you just... <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. How have you gone your whole life without this? Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Oh and there's a lot of flavor. But it kind of runs out really quickly. So you uh, like you so I have to grind eat it between your, Well, that's up to you, but you grind it between your teeth. There's like a sudden burst of flavor, kind of like a starburst. And yeah. then you get to kind of like a, a deeper, harder core. And as you crunch that up, that's that bitter dry taste. And then it kind of dissipates. Nice. Awesome. Okay. I, well, that's what you taste in your mouth. Awesome. Okay. okay. What's it taste like, Greta? That was supposed to taste bad. Did it not taste bad? No. That's so good. Greta, throw me one. Now that's a good berry. Did I catch it? In my mouth? Hey, uh, I would just like to repeat check. to everyone that some people can be allergic to these berries, and you don't know if it's you. Please what happens if you're allergic to it? Out in my head. I'm not if allergic you're allergic to it. to it, you die. Don't eat them. Did you say acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. That's a 12. Yeah, you catch it. It's not graceful. You, like, you miss it on the first bounce, but you get it with a hand and you shove it in your mouth. No, I was trying to catch it in my mouth. Well, then it definitely hits you in the forehead. And then you catch it in your hand. Bounces off your forehead. Uh, and then you catch it's it a 12, man. <laughs> Rebound. Uh, uh, odds or evens? Odds. 16. Cool. All right. Um, Ro, does Ro like sour things? No, she hates sour things. Oh, okay. <laughs> she uh, likes sweet. Okay, so it tastes yeah. awful. You have to like, uh, uh, like wipe it off your tongue. It's terrible. Yeah. Do you Ro prestidigitates her tongue. Do you swallow <laughs> it or do you spit it out? I probably swallowed some of it. Okay. I mean, all <laughs> it takes is the sour part. 
Anyhow. I was looking for allergies. Like the, the yeah. effect would be a lot worse if you digest it. Good point. All right. Cool. So the party moves on. Uh, <laughs> Boz, Bird Boz is doing something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's <laughs> flying, forgot. and he's flying in the sun overhead, so he's, like, harder to spot, like, if someone's, Dude, like, trailing. Cool. And he's, cool. like... And you are. Boz, Bird Boz has kind of disappeared into the sun. Um, And so he's also kind of, like, watching behind as we trek up. Just Make a perception check at advantage. People aren't following. I don't know. He's just... Also, we are establishing right now, if you want to take this note or hold me to it later... Um. Uh, Biaston Condors have uh, advantage on perception oh checks. My Visual perception checks. Oh my gosh. Also, perception checks that based on smell. That oh. is a two. I'm going to roll with advantage. That is a three. Dude, <gasps> that's brutal. Um, um, add a plus four. I don't know. I'm going gonna, gonna to burn my inspiration okay, great. because screw it. And that is another two. Uh, sometimes Dude, God, sometimes sucks. God says no, you know? Okay. Uh, so plus four, so that would be a seven as my best roll. Um... Wow. Uh, stunning landscape, though. It's gorgeous. I can't it's, believe The that. issue is the amount of detail and beauty that you have to take in. It's, it's. I mean, you're looking at a mountain landscape. It's gorgeous. Dang, that's pretty. I, I feel fine then, and I start flying, like, not, like, hiding myself. Like, okay. I'm just, like, vibing in the sky. So, um, could you roll a D100 for me? Me? Yeah. I hid my dice because I was ashamed of them. <laughs> and tell me what you roll. Obviously. Thanks for that clarification, Zach. <laughs> wow. What happened to D100? This is some skill DM right here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am missing one of these dice, sadly. Oh, no. Um, but here is which one do you need? D10? D100? Uh, uh, I put it back in. Can I have all of them? <laughs> all of them? Okay. That is a 90 and a 2. So 92. Okay. All right. Um, could you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh no. I don't like these things ones. that none of you know. Okay. That is oh an eighteen plus eight, so twenty-five. Okay, gotcha. What am I saving from? Nothing. Well, I know something happens to me because a saving throw is something you intentionally do nope. as an ability check to avoid something. No, in the uh, oftentimes they're internal. Oh, really? They're intentional with magical okay. effects. Okay. Especially with this specifically. But don't worry about it. All right, I'm fine. I'm just vibing. Yeah, I nothing. don't see nothing. It's beautiful. You're flying. I'm flying. Um, okay, so after some time, uh, Craig, you know that you are close enough to the region you need to be to connect to a switchback, to go down to the highway in a reasonable amount of time, and you will find... Um, a uh, uh, a nice outcropping over a pretty significant drop, another 30 or 40 foot drop into another harsh level. Um, and you guys found a, a wide enough base to make some camp and you are very, you can't see anywhere that someone could see you from. You're just on a mountainside and it's pretty, and it's, it's early evening by the time you all get there or very late afternoon. You all are facing uh, Northwest. I'm going to cast spider climb on myself uh -huh. and climb up a rock. Okay. A tall one. So what does it look like? Greta's going to like, she's climbing up a rock just for, Greta is just climbing up a rock for fun and it's like not working. The rocks are slippery. Okay. She, her bones are tired. She's just going to kind of get frustrated and I think like stamp her feet a little bit. Okay. And then like 
as she stamps her feet on like the what color are the rocks? Uh, they're different shades of gray. Okay. And but it, like it's beautiful. Cool. It is so many tones and shades cool. of that gray scale that it's like it's gorgeous. Okay. I'm gonna say that like as she she's like scuffs her feet in the dirt a little bit out of frustration and like the dust that kind of rises oh, up, cool. it like turns into like that kind of black dark green smoke and like like. She seeps it. into her. It, I'm, I'm gonna say it like seeps into her hands oh, and like cool. the veins in her wrists. There's a, like a brief like, yeah. And then she on. climbs up. Okay. And then Greta is just spider climbing up a very large boulder, all creepy. Yeah. Heads, your hair's hanging off at ankles. Yeah. She's gonna You're having a lot of fun. Yeah. She's gonna go up and see if she can find like a, like an outcropping like above. Okay. And find a little juniper and curl up underneath. You it. do easily enough. You uh, you climb and you writhe unnaturally and crawl like a lizard. Eventually, you climb up under this really large juniper and you mm -hmm. crawl underneath it and you sort of give me an odds or evens. We're in the wild. That's the sort of place an animal would have it. Uh, so I roll and then uh, you oh. tell me. Uh, that'll be an oh. even. <laughs> Four. Okay. It's just a clear open space. Soft ground, too. Some of the nice. rock is broken down here. It feels nice. It's good nice. shade. Can you see the mountains? Yes, they're all around you. It's mm -hmm. gorgeous. I just want to know, like, do I know how long it takes for an allergic reaction to kind of come in after eating me? You've heard about it, but you haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared. You've heard rumors. You've heard a lot of different things. Hey, Greta, if you start feeling... I, like, call up. Yeah, she's a good distance away. Oh, she's like a oh, good... Yeah, you can keep counting. You can keep calling. Credit. If well, I get tired of it, and I just I'm like, hey, can I have the sending stone? <laughs> well, who has the sending stone? Oh, here you go, Craig. Okay. And I think about Greta. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, if you could just let me know if you start feeling a little funky, a little weird, maybe like not normal. <laughs> I know that's kind of normal for you, but like, if you could just let me know if you start feeling itchy maybe you have um <laughs> like maybe your poops are weird i, I don't really know <laughs> what might happen but if something weird happens please let me know um greta is you hear some sniffles and you get the impression her voice is kind of stuffy and you get the impression that she might have been crying <laughs> and you hear like some some like pages rustle and and she's just like okay thank you craig do you have a way to fix it? I'm sure I'll be fine. I've eaten a lot of strange things. I can't bonk it away. I'm sorry. That's fine. Thank you. Are you crying? No. Okay, Greta. If you if you feel weird, maybe not in your body, but in in your heart. <laughs> if you feel a little funky in your heart, you can always talk to me. Okay. Thank you, Craig. You don't have to feel funky. We can help you. Thank you, Craig. Okay. I appreciate it. Greta. Greta doesn't laugh. She sniffles. Maybe she sobs. <laughs> Greta, we love you, okay? Now, go have fun where, wherever you are. I don't really know where you went. Okay. Bye, Greta. Goodbye, Craig. And I hand the setting stone back to check. No, to row. Okay. Anybody else do anything? What time is it at this point? You said uh, five sixteen. Yeah, so it's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> is Boz back down? 
Yeah, it's been a while. I think Ball I would have flown over uh, four hours. It's four hours? Yeah, it's half my druid level rounded down. Hi, guys, do you see <laughs> how good landing is in mechanics? This guy's amazing. Uh, yeah, you're still good. You're reaching the end of it, but you're still good. I want to go like, I want to fly down to like where I think they're going to be like end oh, up. There and is kind of perch there as a bird. No as long way as I can. that they leave your visual range. I mean, you are, you are so good at seeing and perceiving your, you know where they are. The Unless whole time I'm looking before. for something and then I suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, um, a massive condor just, <laughs> and a light's like all intimidating and looming on a boulder somewhere up above you. Yeah. Maybe. He's watching over Greta. Um, does everyone sort of go or do? No. Guys, or. <laughs> Good point. Um. Kaka! 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 Chadbird. Craig, do you. When do you want to call your wife? I, I think that it might be best to do it the day of. Okay. She had yeah. an early bedtime. <laughs> I get that. I thought you were still you were a bird. bird. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we're near <laughs> uh, The condors have this like <laughs> sound that they make. Sounds like a hag. Yeah. Are Sounds you like for a serious? stomach. Greta hears that and she's like, huh? Yeah, we're a distance away. That was a joke. Um, you can laugh. It's okay. I guess we get. I mean, it's still. I just kind of want to go to bed early. Yeah, I mean, it's still early, but I guess we could just go to bed and see what happens in the morning. Yeah. Who's keeping watch? Oh, dang it! I'm a bird. Wow! <laughs> 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 that whenever you want. I'm waiting for you to get to me. I'm not flying back down there. I'm tired. <laughs> I get. I I go as far as I think we're already I say, there. Yeah, I think oh, we go as far as we can. Yeah. you've been there for some time. Yeah. Right. I well, I guess we can start setting up camp. Maybe balls will fly down here. I think. Craig... Oh, my balls. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I think that Craig is going to set up his spot, and then he's gonna sit and like you'll see him like like scribbling something in his journal and he's like writing out what he wants to say to Catherine, but like erasing or not erasing. He can't erase. You can cross through it, crosses through it and then writes it again. And like, just kind of practices over and over, like maybe fixing what he wants to say. He wants to get it right. Um, uh, Teller kind of looks at everybody. Uh, he sets out like his stuff. He pulls out his pack. He puts out the bedroll. And then while the sun is starting to lower, he just kind of goes and finds his own spot. Like, you know, 20 30 feet away and just kind of sits down on a rock and looks out but he has he left his stuff near you all so he's very much set up his space near you all but he, and he just goes and gets some space and he, he goes and sits down on a rock i set up uh <laughs> layman's tiny hut for us <laughs> to be able to and i kind of have it is there a way it to... can look it can only be a dome yeah. but you can change the color that's well, the thing it can do yeah but like, can it be like semi blurryish to where it almost kind of blends in, like like you can a grayish? Change, you can change the visual color. Yeah, so and it the like camouflages. You can absolutely. Do yeah. That. Can't change the texture. Change the color. Yeah. You choose an excellent grayscale that Sick. matches. The, and um, <laughs> as you strum your chords, the stone, like the dust around you, vibrates until like it picks up and swirls into a mm. cloud, and then kind of like crystallizes into the shape of the hut. <laughs> Nice. And it's very much the hue 
and tone of the rock. And as much as it geometrically doesn't match at all, the color is so on that you really have to be looking to decipher it. Nice. And you all, from the outside, you can't see anybody at all, but when you all get in, you can see out clearly. Cool. Okay, and it just appears. Um, oh. Oh, right, you did not feel good. I spit it out. No, you said you swallowed some of it. Because <laughs> what berry? Bro, could you give me a constitution saving <laughs> Y'all gonna have diarrhea. <laughs> So the question is, is it Easter's? A saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. Uh, yeah, I think I already have it. A saving yeah. throw? Or, uh, that's a seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the plumbing needs to be <laughs> dealt with. Oh, you don't feel good uh, at all. I g are there any trees in this? There's juniper bushes. Okay, fine. I go find a <laughs> juniper bush. If you press bush. a digitate as soon as it comes out, yeah, it's totally I totally do. <laughs> okay. I already was. I already was thinking so that. So, like, you form the hut, you feel good. Oh, and you get up and you start kind of working your way down away from the party. Suddenly, Greta, Constitution saving throw. Because as you're having this sad, important moment under your juniper, sitting there looking at the sun, you as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a humble request, Zachary. We're done with this fun portion of the episode. Sure, bud. <laughs> Can I use druid craft to have like a tiny little flame on my finger? Absolutely. Since I'm a fire druid dude. Dude, totally. Yeah, we can have that moment. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What'd you get, Griba? I got a 12. Guys. <laughs> oh, you're not feeling you good. You're a condor? Sound like old. You're not feeling good. Yeah, you, I thought when you started doing that that you were about the to deep. start talking as old. You're There's a bad. different kind of deep going on. <laughs> <laughs> feeling bad, Griba. Oh no, I feel so bad. <laughs> now I'm yucky on the inside. And Are you doing something with that? Yes. You don't have press digitation. What you doing? I'm going to go find a juniper bush. You're under a juniper bush. A different... I don't want to defoul my juniper bush. I'm going to find a different juniper bush. Deep flower? No, I said deep flower. No! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be loud. I said deep... I said... I said deep foul. I don't want to deflower my juniper bush. No, I said deep foul. Like deep foul. I thought you said deep foul. I like all these options. Let's keep them rolling. <laughs> I'm going to go find a different Greta, juniper bush. You go find a different juniper bush. So, Greta. Are you near me? Gonna... No. <laughs> oh, okay. She's like an well, I can look you. over and lock yeah. eyes. Well, you guys are in different directions. You went down, Greta went up. Okay. Bro, you've arrived at your juniper bush. And as you get there, oh, things are feeling bad downtown. <laughs> Um, and you go to like, this. you go to start, uh, <laughs> relieving the tension. Describe this, Zachary. Describe and as you do, Zach. well, as like a rumbling pain gets down into your, gets down into your, like your groin and around your hips, all of a sudden you feel a burning in your throat too. Oh no! Jackie, yeah. do you know what the spins are? Yes! Because this pipe is going to be released from both directions. Oh. Uh, and so you... And you also, oh, and you, oh, this doesn't feel good, bro. This doesn't feel I can't good at all. Whistle if I'm throwing up. You really can't. So 
Uh, just give me, give me, what do you do? I need to know what you do. What are you doing as this moment's happening? Oh, what can you do? Like, I don't I, know. I'm about to and throw up. I can't stress enough how much time you don't have. Okay, then I'm just like trying to pull back my hair because okay, I know I'm about to throw up. You pull back your hair. You have, you have gotten yourself ready for both yeah. means. And, um. I hate this. Pause. Can you can give me? Can we go me, back to the flirting? Can you give me a perception check? A deception check? Perception. Perception. No. Away at the campsite. This is the most uncomfortable I've ever been can on this I podcast. To fail? Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's a five. Terrible. I'm not using okay. the dice anymore. Um, I'm all right. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> That's uh, I think a ten. Okay. You have a dang. Boz, you don't hear anything. You're fine. Thank goodness. Thank God. You want to try, Craig? Oh yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't know why you want to, but sure. Am I near Tello? No, you're far away. Okay, good. I have an unwild shaped. No, what is wrong yeah, with Yeah, advantage. Thank goodness. Oh, no, no, that's just for uh, smell and sight for the condor. Uh-oh. Uh, not you audio. Oh, oh, it's an audible check. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, that wasn't a nat 20, was it? No, it was 18. I don't know wow. about you, but um, I don't like this. Craig, you're like, you're kind of preparing... And you hear, wow! <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? And you just hear like a. <laughs> I told and them. <laughs> I told them. Greta, up at the top of the cliff. Um, <laughs> no. What are you? Uh, things are getting bad. What you doing, bud? <laughs> One berry, dear lord. I am gonna. Do the same thing. I'm. I mean, I feel like I've done. I'm old. Yeah. I feel like I've had this. Be done yeah. this before. Okay. This is just another Thursday for Greta. <laughs> yeah. Like Greta eats a lot of questionable wildlife. You know what? Honestly, Greta, there's nothing dramatic. You're just like I've been here. You yeah. Know, I'm like, you, like, you oh, up the hair. You, you hang off the edge somewhere, and you just mm. expel, and you're fine. Yeah. I like and, wipe um, my mouth a little. I take. I like rinse my mouth out with my water skin, and then I. And you're fine. Um. You hear like a you hear a terrible flapping sound, and as you look down, there's a bird like kind of flailing and falling down a cliff and just into a rock. But otherwise, there are no other casualties. I'm so sorry. And uh, uh, Craig, as you sit there and the sun begins to fade in the west and beyond, you remember. That's right. Sages around here use them as laxatives sometimes. You totally <gasps> forgot. That's right. That's right. You bet Greta will be fine. Zach is like, I want you to connect with my world. Also, Zach, if you try and connect with my world, you will have <laughs> no, diarrhea. No, no. You have connected. <laughs> um, this is so, so great. The sun sets. It's beautiful. And uh, how long are we throwing it up? It is night. One and done. Not, no, you're good. Okay, it's just, I'm it's one to terrible expulsion. The, the okay. crap yeah. out of this. Yeah. Rogue comes back to camp with bags in her eyes, just looking like she had a rough time. But everyone goes to bed. And that is where we are going to wrap up episode 67 A Craig in Distress, which I really should have named a Rowan Gret in Distress, but that's fine. button. Grieve and grow. Uh, but and that's grow. that's episode sixty-seven. Early about a um, cool stuff. Patreons cool. <gasps> uh, we have our first third watch up in a while. Yeah. Um, and we've missed them for a while, so this one's almost four hours long. Hefty. And it's freaking good. Yeah, it is hefty. This though. third watch goes to the gym. I, <laughs> I think it's the best one we've done. Uh, genuinely. It, yeah. It gets serious. It gets funny. It's amazing. Uh, Kara guest stars. It's just really good. We love Kara. Um, 
so go listen to that. We've also got some, we've got custom one shots on there. It's still the only place with the live show, which was amazing. True. Um, episodes get released a day early. So Patreon's cool if you want to look at it. Also on the website, um, <laughs> roles and summaries are always updated. Yeah, go ahead. Shout out to the website and the guy who makes the website, who is Zachary. And also we have new maps on there and that's very exciting. Yes. And shout out to the person that makes the maps. Yeah, we have an awesome fan helping us out with maps and uh, we are digitizing some of the maps. Well, he is. He's they look very sick. talented. They look sick. And, uh, Vashtan has well I forgot to save the change so actually I need to go do that but by the time you listen to this um, there will be a digital map of Vashtan and it looks really really it's cool it's a really cool so map y'all can go out. give that a gander mm -hmm. if you like yeah. uh, but point being thanks for listening to the podcast uh, we're bookending it with another southern accent but the point being yeehaw yeehaw but here's here's the situation don't here don't random berries uh, in the forest thank you for listening to our oh. podcast don't eat bushes off of Awesome. <laughs> don't, don't eat, don't eat bushes. Bad. Don't live. eat berries off of bushes. Actually, no. Uh, genuine biologist Zach, don't eat bushes. Don't eat berries off of bushes. You don't know because it can be deadly. Yeah. Um. But uh, that was a quick PSA uh, to save people from Greta. But for real, for real. Okay. Um, you thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like it, leave a positive review. Um. And tell somebody about the pot. Tell mm -hmm. someone. I'm not talking good. Tell people about the podcast if you like it. Thanks You're for listening. Great. Life's good. an incredible adventure. Woo! You're an important part of it. Everybody together. Skibbity-wop. <laughs>